Yes, sir. I'm back, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back. It's episode 138. Back like I never left, man. <laughs> I was fucked up last week. You already know we're back. It's the Face Value Podcast. It's Kurt the King sitting here with my man's back from uh, allergy recovery, St. Icky. You already know. Nady Jacks. What's going on? And we got a very special guest in the building from Indianapolis, Indiana, 4200 Corey. What's good? What's good? It's good, man. We appreciate you coming through. Hell yeah. Appreciate y'all having me. Bro. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I, I appreciate your initiative and trying to get on this <laughs> motherfucker for real. Because there's hella <laughs> niggas that be like, yo, I want to be on. I'm trying to be on. Yeah, we, don't, yeah. we don't hear from them for Months, you know right, what I'm true. saying? Right, right, right. Mad people, you know what nah, I'm saying? I love what y'all doing, man. I yeah. feel like I had to get involved, man. Yeah, <laughs> man, fuck yeah. Thank you, bro. It's dope, Thank man, you, bro. <laughs> Artist time is a whole different type of time. Right, y'all right. be on some bullshit. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I understand it. I'm already going. <laughs> we went and saw Boldy Jams a couple months ago, and he yeah. came out at like one in the morning. I left, and I haven't been to a rap show since. I don't fuck with rapper time. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, don't let Boldy James be the attack. <laughs> Yeah. You snooze, that shit was rocking yeah. too, boy. That I saw the first couple songs, it sounded good, but I was like, I got all this shit to do. It's one in the morning. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Last call, other places. Feel you. Uh, um, so yeah, like I mentioned, you're from Indianapolis, Naptown. Do you sir. do you feel like um, with the internet and stuff, it's easier to get your shit popping from a region that usually isn't looked at for rap? I mean, when it comes to indie in specific, it it's a fifty fifty. I feel like. Because the narrative is already, like, made when we get on there. So, like, when you're from Indy, people going to have a little, like, for instance, like, the majority says, like, looking at Indy, it's going to be like, oh, what's in Indy? They don't even know what's really there. So, mm. when you pitch that we have artists, because people be forgetting that Michael Jackson's from Indiana. Cause yeah. They just Gary. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, it, it could be hard or easier depending on how you maneuver with it. Yeah, Hell I can definitely yeah. relate to that. Yeah. I don't know what's really going on in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah it's a few niggas I fuck with from Indianapolis, for real. Yeah, we got a lot of good it's stuff. It's a few okay, niggas. Yeah. This one nigga, what's that nigga name? He got a song. This nigga named Baby Ebony, he hard. Oh, that's my dog. Hey, look, man, Baby Ebony, mean, he he helped with as far as the rollout for the album. So oh, like, for yeah, real? That's my guy. Yeah, that that's nigga go guy. hard. I fuck yeah. with his music. Shout out him, man. Uh, yeah, because, you know, Y'all, the people know Devin, man. Devin from Naptown, so he be putting me on all the people, all the niggas out there, man. Yeah. So, uh, how, how long you been rapping for? How, bring us your origin story. Okay, so my origin story would be like, man, I started I started rapping for real, like, when I was, like, 16 or 17. But I was writing and shit. Like, I was writing stories and shit, like, sixth grade. I just, mm-hmm. I used to, like, try to stay, like, busy. Yeah. Because, like, I'm, I'm from Post Road, and, you know, people outside don't know nothing about it, but... I'm from 42nd and Post Road, hence the 4200. So that's the block. Mm. But like on Post Road, it's like the slums of the of the town. Like that's probably the worst part of the city. Okay. Arguably the worst part of the city, right? So like my mother would send me to like uh she took me out of like public schools and sent me to like a cooler school that had like kids that were further east, farther east. It was like more richer and richer as you get more and more farther east, right? Yeah. So it's like those kids would pretend to be from where I'm actually from, and I'm pretending mm. to be where they're from. Hey, that's like the typical like outside of the yeah. city narrative for we, niggas. Wait. For niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. When, your mom, when, when uh, your parents had lie uh, lie about your address and exactly. shit, give it crazy. to the school system and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy. So you yeah. have an auntie or some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was trying to get the ball rolling on like you know just uh sort of being with myself and and the writing thing was my release. 
you know, it first started with stories. Then, like, when I was 12, my pops passed. And when that happened, I was like, man, I need to find a creative outlet because they tried to send me to therapy, and it was not rocking. Like, I don't know if it was because I was 12 or what, but when they was talking to me, I was like, I, don't, I ain't feeling this. I got up and just walked out. I was like, I couldn't even fuck with it. So yeah. yeah. I got okay. to writing it. That right. art, that art is really like therapeutic for, for sure. Like, like if you ain't, if you're not an artistic person, like it's it's hard to like understand. Like I seen a meme the other day. It was uh, I think it was Spielberg on there. He was talking. He's like, bro, I was so depressed, and I just put all that shit in the movies. And the meme was like, when you avoid therapy for so long, you become the world's greatest filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's real too, because you feel like. Like I feel like it, it it's gonna come out naturally, and mm-hmm. when it come out, it's something it's something that you can't really explain, but a million people can relate. So it's like, yeah, true. That's crazy. That natural release can be better because it's organic. Exactly. It's not being forced out. You're right. you're choosing to create it in the moment you feel like creating it. Right. Right. Which when you go to therapy, which I don't knock therapy, it's probably great for a lot of people. Right. It just depends on if it's your fit. It is a forced moment. Because in that moment, if you don't feel like having this conversation, you're not going to get the most out of it. Exactly. But when you sit down to make a song or something, you're obviously feeling that vibe. Yeah. So you're going to put it out in a yeah. better Like yeah. that whole scheduled, like, force thing you have to do, like, you, you probably can't get off the right thing. You know what yeah, I mean? You can't yeah. get off what you actually want to say or how you actually yeah. feel. I know for me personally, like, when you write music, when you're trying to, like, come up with words and come up with, like, thing, like clever shit to say and make you... Take, take a step back from your situation and try to look at it from another angle to get another narrative out of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I think, like like you said, I mean, when it comes more naturally, it doesn't feel like somebody's forcing you or somebody's tugging at you or, you know, and then, like, it gets, that's something I really never realized is, like, I would be on, like, a schedule or routine mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I got to come and talk to this person every exactly. time. Mm-hmm. At this time, like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and you couldn't miss the moment. When you, if you're sitting there and an uh, idea for a song hits you, you can make it, you can write it down right away. Yeah. So you don't miss that. You're not waiting for a certain moment. Because even if you need to go to the studio, you can still get the verses down and then record it when you get in that moment. Yep. Thanks, and thanks. that's something I wanted to ask you, too, on the album. I was listening to it. Uh, hold on for dear life out now. Yep, Stream yep. that. Great album, man. I noticed uh, you. you get a lot into talking about emotions and things like that. The way you feel about your perspective on on life is that something you feel like people are receptive to in rap shit? Like, uh, I, I think it's I think it's become something easier and easier for people to understand. Like, I feel like as more artists break through, it would be impersonal with themselves. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's hard. It's harder, especially for the younger. For the younger, like, I, I guess, like, fan bases, because it's, like, everybody's in such a, it's moving fast. Everything's moving fast. Like, how we have, like, weeks, like, this week, where you get a lot of projects dropping mm-hmm. on Friday. The people forget what dropped last Friday. It's already on to the next thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you know, people be, like, how people try to break down or critique an album as they listen to it. Like, you got to really listen to a project, like, two or three times if you really want to yeah, get you, it. Yeah, you got to sit with it before exactly. you can review yeah. it, you know what I mean? You can't just listen to it once and be like, Best album of all time. Exactly. This album trash. Real, you know what I mean? I listened to Real Talk about Fabulous 300 times. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then that was probably one of four rap releases for the month. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. That was one of four CDs I had in my backpack. So uh, <laughs> as an artist, what is your genuine feelings on you put all this work into a project, present it, and people really only care for a couple days? Man, I think it's, for me, it gives me more of a drive to sort of like, not force it, but, you know, make people believe in it more because I feel like it, it gets to a point where when you start making music and you, and you see that it's easy to get discouraged. So I mean, like if you look at the Kendricks and the Coles and the Jay-Z's and the Nas's, 
they have that ability to captivate their fan bases and keep them stuck on a project for years. So, I mean, like, yeah. I think that's what, you know, separates the elite from the greats is, like, that ability to have a fan and connect with them like that. Yeah, your album definitely gives me that vibe. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, it doesn't, it really doesn't sound, like, after listening to the whole thing, it's, yeah, it's, like, definitely one of those releases that you can sit with for a while. Man, I'll give you medical props for it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, those those super hard turn-up songs are only good, like, momentarily. Exactly. Yeah. Because in the moment, you're like, yeah, this is tight, but you're not going to sit with that and revisit that uh-huh. yeah. till the next one comes out. That's what that is, all those people, people chasing those songs. Once the next one comes out, your shit is dead. Exactly. Because now people are on that new, new wave, yeah. like the new John that came out. Man, that's facts, man. So w- you just facts. mentioned those artists. What do you think those artists have that make them be able to do that, that other people lack? Uh, I think it's the the relevance to whatever's trending. I think, like, especially, like, I, like again, with the young minds, like, we making tracks that are a minute 50. It, it's easy to listen to. The hook is there. The bars are there. Yeah. Like, you know, you say, you don't even really got to be clever. As long as somebody can understand it, it's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and now I think we at an age where it's, like, sonically, it's like... I mean, because at first it was like, oh, man, if the beats are hard, then, you know, everybody's engaged. But I think it's more of like we didn't figure it out. Like, as artists, people are cracking the code with the melodies, mm-hmm. and they can say anything they want on the track, and, and it's going <laughs> to yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? I think the hard beats and the melodies are good for people that can't really rap to hide behind. Yeah. Because then that shit does sound good. If you're, like, out somewhere and you hear a hard-ass beat, you're just you're feeling it. You yeah. don't care yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. So if you can't really rap, you can hide behind that shit and be like, oh, this dude's dope. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think I, that's facts. Yeah, I feel like a little bit of that shit is kind of washed, too, though. I feel like like the real like the real artists are kind, are kind of, like, thriving right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the I mean, real rapping ass artists. I feel like that's how... I, it's, it's always like that, though. Like, it's always going to be cold. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's always, them always going to be the top niggas. Drake, cold, fucking Kendrick. You right, know, like, right. Nigga. Yeah. But, uh... I was gonna say like uh, I remember we we were talking about like how shit being being dated and shit. I remember when uh when Jay Z had said that like he had never rap about uh a car uh, the year a car came out because he didn't want his music to be because he don't yeah. want his music to feel dated. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like that's like, that's the perfect example. Like he thinking about shit that's way on the under level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when he made when he wrote the song, he thinking about it going on and on and on. I be thinking about that. I be thinking about that a lot because I be thinking like the game. That man dated yeah, every song because he names everybody, yeah, every situation. Yeah. <laughs> what is I remember, that, by look, the way? Look, G, look, look, look. Oh, you know look. exactly when the game. <laughs> it took me, bro. It literally took me. It literally took me to he dropped the uh the Meek Mill disc probably like four years ago. Mm-hmm. But I really started thinking about it, and I was just like. He always he name drop everybody. He always talking. That's why he the game because he just rap about the game. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, bro. you had that mind blown moment. Like, oh. Yeah, I was sitting there smoking by myself, and I was like, he he just rap about everybody the game because he game. is the game. The game. <laughs> Every song he does with somebody, he he even mentions like the person that's in the song with them every single time. <laughs> he be trying to rap like the feature artist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this isn't even your flow. Dude. He be trying. He be trying. Yeah. Man. But I think that's interesting how you mentioned the um, like the 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 more artistic artists are like uh, in the forefront because the more that I do the music stuff, man, I be seeing more different mindsets. Yeah, like when you slide through these Twitter feeds and all that, like. People real life have like, because because you only know what you know based mm-hmm. off like what's around you. You know what I'm saying? So True. like for for us, it's like we're aware of the Bodie James and the Conways, mm-hmm. and, you know. But like for somebody you know all the way in California who's been surrounded by whatever music is in that 
you know, it's area. Yeah, like, you know, they have no clue. And so they probably think, oh, well, off, off rip, a lot of people be thinking it's bad music because what they've adjusted to is good music. So it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I really just be a matter of perception with music. Yeah. It's funny, like, when, when I really started, like, going places, traveling, off rapping shit, like, meeting a bunch of, like, artists and shit. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I was thinking, I'm like, damn, like, the mentality of rappers from all of like, it's so many different types of rappers that can be successful. Cause it's like, it's literally niggas that's literally just rap to get money. Yeah, yeah. And then it's also niggas that literally only rap to diss they ops. <laughs> Most, <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Then there's the nigga that's trying to be creative. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And then there's this, it's Do so it many pockets and, and, and everybody getting it for real. It's like somebody Man. at the top of all of that shit. Man. Yeah, Rapping just weird. to diss your ops is nuts to me. I mean, shit, we just listen to the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's, came, he's came a long way with that. Yeah, yeah he has yeah. come a long he's way. He's insane now, yo. Dirk is going crazy, man. This beef is, this is the most epic rap beef I've seen in a long time, for real. rap beef? Huh? Yeah, yeah. This see, uh, yeah, this uh, this Dirk uh, NBA young boy shit. This shit is getting crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know either, bro. I don't know, man. Cause I, cause you know, I didn't. I spent the year back in Rouge, man. Mm. Oh <laughs> shit! I didn't, oh yeah, so I, you I spent the, yeah. I didn't. Uh, oh yeah. So wait, wait. Back to your origin story, man. Yeah, we we only got we only got to uh, you writing stories. We yeah, okay, so we ain't even sixteen yet. Yeah, man. Uh, sixteen. Okay, so from twelve to sixteen, those four years, you know, uh, I think that's around the time. Yeah. All right. So like around that time, like. We were homeless for a second. Me and my my family was homeless for a second. I'm noticing seven. So like me and my family we homeless for a second. We went like shelter, shelter, lived in a hotel. Then we got a spot. And you know, all in between that time, you know, I'm just writing like poems and stuff. And then eventually it became like music. You know, everybody starts off, I feel like when you when you start making music, you want to make the music that you like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you start off, you sort of flow by it and you don't really realize it until you know you keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I eventually realized like I can't keep writing MJG bars like it's actually gonna be <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I ended up moving on and uh, starting to really take the music stuff serious as like middle school and high school really start to kick in. Mm-hmm. When uh, so how you first start recording? I love hearing artists like first record oh, setups. Uh, what was your first record setup? And I was recording uh, through the laptop. I wouldn't. I didn't even have a mic. Like I would use the earbuds. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it for real. <laughs> and I wasn't even using like a software. I was using uh, the Soundtrap website. Oh, Man. true. True. Yeah. That was, it, was, it was ridiculous. But in middle school, as long as you was able to record yourself, you was pulling it. You could pull it off. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody got older. They was like, exactly. I can't keep doing that. So, Jay, uh, <laughs> I remember back while the kids. Yeah, I used to. Uh, you ever had Audacity? You ever yeah. Had uh, yeah, I used yeah, to record yeah, off yeah. Audacity for real. Oh yeah, yeah. That joint was a go-to. I did like the very, very, very first Garage Band on a big ass <laughs> iMac. Remember those colored iMacs? Yeah, yo. those were hard though. I was, yeah. I was, was that, that aesthetic was fire. Those shits were. Yeah, it was. They, I mean, I mean, they'd have to slim them up now. <laughs> you have the big boys out there, but they're still good. Now that uh, now that you've gotten kind of older and you've been doing this for a while, you mentioned with how oversaturated it is sometimes with all these releases. Yeah. What makes you want to keep going, or what do you think separates you that you'll be able to, you know, make progress in the game? Man, I think like uh, I'm I'm big on like branding. I'm big on like you know selling you know selling a product. I, I used to it's, it's weird. I worked a lot of jobs. I did I did like door to door sales, and I picked a lot of that up. Like like how you getting a sale to a person, especially when you doing the door to door stuff and you meet different people. You got to work your way around different type of. Uh, 
uh, energies and vibes and cancellations and negativity and all that. But like with my music, I know that I'm selling. I'm selling a part of the city that people have never even like seen. Like I, I talk to people from my side and they be like, "Man, you really putting on for the the kids from the east side." And for me, you know, that's that's what's been pushing me. It's been putting the battery in my back since day one. Like we did the listening party for the album. Uh, like a couple weeks before we decided to drop it and like it just has so much positive feedback and in my city like you don't really get a big rapper like our biggest commercial hip-hop artist is Mark Battles and Mark Battles you know he he does his thing but it's like it, it hasn't really been the one for us yet you know mm-hmm. and so for, so for me it's like I'm, I, I like chasing that I love that feeling of knowing that I'm the underdog every time I step in because nobody knows that. If you look at it, though, it's almost a positive thing because you're not getting lost in the sauce. Exactly. If you're from a place like Chicago, Atlanta, imagine being from Atlanta and trying to pop oh, yeah, when yeah. everyone's popping around you. So it's kind of a positive thing <laughs> yeah. to have the light on you or you're capable of bringing all the light towards you because right, right. it's not being divided into multiple different artists. Yeah, that's facts. See, that's crazy, too, that you mentioned that because it's like people be – Cause like I can only imagine somebody in Atlanta trying to blow up, and people are going down there to blow up. Like that's how yeah people yeah. move there. Yeah, yeah. trying to get a positive. <laughs> like yeah, so yeah. man, I, I definitely understand it. Cause like in Indy, like I said, like in Indy, we got Freddie Gibbs and Michael Jackson, and, <laughs> yeah. and the thing with like the Michael Jackson is they don't connect them to Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then with Freddie, it's like even he said it himself. He's from Gary, not Indiana. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know you got to be really hungry and you got to be willing to go through a lot of like loops because people shun you and people look away after they hear Indianapolis. They're not really mm-hmm. too interested in what you got to say. Really? Yeah. I think Gary just gets roped into Chicago because oh, it's yeah, so sure. fucking close. There's neighborhoods in Chicago that would take us longer to get to from here than Gary. We could yeah, get to Gary faster than some places in Chicago. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Even I, like Rogers yeah. Park, it's the same distance mm-hmm. to go to Gary, That's Indiana. The thing about it is that in those cities like Atlanta, LA, and shit, is is more money down there. It's more niggas willing to do some do some shit for you. You right, know what right, I'm right. saying? That's why. But like, I think it's just because of that. With the internet shit, it all depend on your 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 songs for real. Because like, you really just going out there to get the connections for real. That's the yeah. only reason why you moving out somewhere. Yeah, I feel that man. Yeah, because it's like I think anybody when you start somewhere, it's best to at least leave once. Mm-hmm. To try to, you know, that's what I need to do. Because, man, like people in Indy, if you stay in Indy, leaving Indy was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I and I hate that I had to leave. Like I seen in the Kanye doc, he was like, he hate that he had to leave Mm -hmm. Chicago. Like I hate, I hate that I had to leave Indy. But it's just like it's a crab in a bucket type of thing. Or people don't really believe in it until they see somebody else doing it. Mm-hmm. Or that yeah, it's like inspiration for people. That what do you think of that doc since we're on it? What are your thoughts on oh, it? Man, that mug was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was so it was fucking, fucking good. Yeah, like so and now I, ain't, now I ain't even like big on like when uh, takes are like long or like clips are like extremely long. But it's like every little second of that, like you can pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah, it was really inspired and inspirational. <laughs> I tried to wait till all three were out to watch it. Yes, but I couldn't. I started watching the first one, and it was one of the first things in a while when it ended. I didn't want it to end. I was like, man, what the yeah, what? I was like, going. keep this yeah, bitch going. For as long that, as it was, yeah. Yeah, that third episode should have been two different episodes for real. You think so? Hell yeah. Man, that was beautiful. Because that shit stopped at the, we didn't even get in the dark, dark fantasy. I don't now. think they have any footage of that. Because oh, he wasn't really fucking yeah, with Cootie yeah. like that. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. As he got yeah. Man, that's crazy. I want to talk about the Rosewood shit. But the cool <laughs> thing is, I saw an article, they gave. Uh, that Cootie dude 30 million for yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Good for him, man. I feel like he took so many, like, 
Not L's because he got a lot of opportunities. <laughs> But Kanye was bogus to him in moments, so that payday is great for him. Yeah. Because he put in so much work following this man around for fucking <laughs> That's six you got years. Jim, come on, bro. Let's get it. Yeah. That's just off the dock. That's not even like counting all the backlog footage. Exactly. That's what I'm Now every media outlet is aware that it's just Yeah, insane. Jim. You exactly. got to cover every little exactly. bit of this. 30 time. mil is nuts, bro. <laughs> he deserves it, though, for real. For one of the drop, one lick, he went crazy. <laughs> man, he gave up on his whole... Like little shit to go yeah. follow that man. That's insane, man. Yeah, he ain't even had no money yet. He was regular. That shit crazy as hell. So like you just talk, talking about like uh moving to Chicago. What prompted your move? Uh with Chicago, man, like I got family out this way that I had never really got to get in touch with. Like, I mean, I'm I'm from any not been in any my whole life. I went to Baton Rouge for the past year just because I was supposed to be hooping. I was supposed to be hooping for uh the community college out there. And it just didn't pan out, coaches, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I spent my year out there, which was cool. I got to meet a lot of people, put people on the music. The South is, is cool. I wouldn't recommend Baton Rouge. But outside of Baton Rouge, like, you know, I, I was like, man, I don't like really standing in one place. I noticed that about myself. Like, I, I felt like I had to go somewhere else. Especially, like, especially with what you guys had going on. I was like, I would stay out there for a couple months just to do this. You know? Mm-hmm. So, man, I came out here, and I'm loving it, man. I enjoy Fuck it. Yeah. It's dope. Hell yeah. Got good people out here, man. Man, that's great. What do Best you do? Ever made. What are you doing for producers and stuff? Are you meeting people on the internet? Are you just doing local shit? Uh, when it comes to like producers, it's be a lot of stuff like on the internet. Like what I like to do is, um, I'll record on somebody's beat and I will send it to them. And nine times out of ten, the song be hard and they be like, keep it. They be like, mm-hmm. just keep me, just keep me in the loop. Where are you getting the beats from, though? It could be like YouTube, SoundCloud. SoundCloud really a hidden gem. Like if you know how to work SoundCloud, you can find you some. So people just got beat packs on there. Yeah, like beats, yeah. Beat, beat packs, the whole tapes, everything's on there, man. Like and they, but they won't name it like a type beat or nothing like that. So it's like you really got to work your way through and find all the producers. Yeah, and listen to their shit. For yeah, it's like, uh, who's the guy from here? He he, not Go Hayes. Yeah, Go Hayes, man. Yeah, because like, he like his stuff is incredible. Like mm-hmm. his stuff got me through a, a lot of stuff just listening to beats. Like not even writing to him, so yeah. Like his his SoundCloud, like I I, I chewed through that. It'd be a lot of stuff on there. I didn't met a good like a, a lot of my internet friends come from that emailing them for beats and shit. Oh yeah yeah. Like you know like, like even like uh, remember Purple Boy? Mm-hmm. That nigga stay in Russia for real. What for real? I just hit him up. I'm like, hey, be hard. He's like, you can add this bitch. Add this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, I bet. Nah, that's good though. Yeah, while both of you guys were here, I just learned about this. Y'all might have known. Did you guys know people lease beats? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking yeah. crazy. I was like, you're leasing a beat. Jimmy in that business. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, no, you gotta buy this. <laughs> I didn't give nah, you the two year lease. Because like, bro, you yeah, remember yeah. like you remember like that? Same beat ten times on the lease. Yeah, right you now. remember like back in the day, like it'd be two songs that'd be on the same beat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now that was good. Both of lease the beat to this, both of lease the beat to that, but forty dollars. Man, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hustle. That's $80. a hustle. Yeah, because the lick is you charge, you tax them crazy to own it. Yep. You be yep. like, oh, you can lease it for like mm-hmm. $300. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, everybody get on stage. I'll be stage. so salty. Somebody else rapping on this shit. I just put <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, I'll be hitting them like, give me $11. Fucking um, Rich the Kid has a song over Push the Start. Mm, uh, oh, so Kid yeah. leased that beat? Yeah. yeah. Fucking kid, man. <laughs> I got to talk to you about leasing beats. You need to buy it. It's crazy. Lease yeah. the beat, man. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll be forgetting about that, too. It's like, now, now that y- I know that y'all heard that album, like, what is y'all favorites from the album? If y'all can think of them. I'd have to look at the track list. I really like how it starts, for real. Yeah, I love how it mm. starts. I mean, obviously, I love God Body. That one's great. Yes, I like Sense of Urgency. 
That one's really good. Hold My Heart is dope. And that's what I yeah. mean. Even those those songs and those titles, you know you're talking about some shit. Right, you're right. not just rapping or trying to get like the song off, and which is what I really appreciate. Do you think that's the way you're going to keep moving is putting bodies of work together, or are you going to start dropping Lucy's and shit? Uh, I was, that's funny you asked that. I was thinking about it, man, like, because I got so much stuff, like, in the vault. Uh, but, like, I'm big on, like, I've never thought that I was a, a, a single artist. Like, I have a hard time, like, going through singing and being like, ah, man, I should get this to him and, you know, see how that run. Like, I don't have that type of energy. Like, when I, when I approach a song, I be thinking of, like, how I could fit that into a concept. Yeah. Like, that's how I'll be approaching everything with music. Like, even with features. Because I get people that want features, and, like, I, I charge for features. And and it's funny because it's like, I'm not even big on it because I just don't think of it. Like, I do not like to waste things. I'm very intentional when it comes to the music and stuff. So, so check man. me out. Check me out because I used to think the same thing. And this yeah. is the reason to drop singles and short shit. Because uh, when you think about your whole rollout and your whole, like, your whole thing all together, how much money you spending on that? Because how much money you spending on going to decide how big it get, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it give you the opportunity to 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 have more release dates. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You get the opportunity to have, like, or, like, to focus your bread into more. So, instead of having an album, you got 10 songs, right? Then, like, realistically, you know niggas only going to listen to two minutes, a minute of each song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Instead of like doing all of that work for this, because like most of the work is making the song, you feel me? Like, once you put make the songs and shit, you got all these songs, and like you only got this amount of budget going into it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. When you could have split them songs over, over three a year, or so you know what I'm saying? Two or three at a time. Oh my bad. And then been able to been able to have a whole thing behind it, visuals, good graphics. Yep, you know what yep. I'm saying? All of that behind it. You still get to put the same shit out. But uh, it's like it's more energy behind it. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, I mean, I understand that too. It's like a for me, it's like man with the singles. Like I want to make sure I'm picking the right ones, and I'm not just mm-hmm. I don't because I, I want to make sure I'm getting the best out of everything. Like even with yeah. the album, that album dropped in November. There's plenty of artists that would have stopped pushing it two weeks after it dropped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've been pushing it the same way as when it first dropped. Like we mm-hmm. still got the videos in the vault. We still got lined up. We got still got stuff lined up for two three months from now. So it's like. You know, I'm trying to make sure that I'm milking as much out of each thing that we do because, like you said, like, it, like when people like a project, for me, I think that's a big thing because it's like that means that it has something worthwhile. It has some type of longevity in it. Mm-hmm. Why would oh, yeah. I squander that's, that? That's good. That's how you keep it alive and how, how you don't let it fall by the way short. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I really appreciate you moving with that intention because, yeah. honestly, with the way how how saturated the shit is and how little time you have of people's attention. Right. You got to try to make the most out of that. Because yeah. if you, if you put out one or two things that you're just like, fuck it, throw it out. Mm-hmm. And people do take the first minute to listen to it and they're not fucking with it. They're not going to revisit your shit. Exactly. Cause there's yeah. so yeah. much music. Exactly. You get a really short first impression with people. And if they're not feeling it, they're off it. Cause they don't, Back in the day, there was a limited pool of artists and shit. So you got to be like, all right, I'll run it back. I'll try it again. Now, if you're not feeling it, it's over. It's over. You got to put your hot shit at the beginning, the shit you really like, to try to grab people's attention. That's why I'm big on the, int- the intros, man. If like, yeah. like I tell I tell other artists that like, if your intro not banging, I'm probably not even gonna listen. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, for like, real. Like, Getting man, someone to track three is a whole thing. Yeah. Man, that's an attention grabber for real. Like, if you don't got that, then I don't even know what to tell you. Like, as far as bodies of work, for real. What's your favorite intros? My favorite intro is probably like. Man, uh, Kendrick's Kendrick's intro on the Pimple Butterfly. Yeah, that's just crazy. Great. Just mm-hmm. uh, one more. What's your next one? One more. One more. Real good one for me. Mm. I like. I want to say. Uh, hey, think of yours too. I want to say. Uh, 
Kanye's on late registration. True. Just because uh, that mug stuck with me. True. <laughs> that uh name was yours. Uh probably um Jay Z, uh Jay-Z Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. True. Okay, okay. Yeah, Ho's got a bunch of good intros. Yeah. It's hard to think all that shit right right on the spot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I fuck with uh Tuscan Leather? That was the intro? Tuscan Leather, oh, yeah. he's like, I can't believe Drake I'm spending all this on the intro. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Drake always have a crazy intro, man. Yeah, he used to always Free have a crazy smoke. intro. That <laughs> Free smoke goes little, super hard. <laughs> a little light. I like the intro on the last shoot. Yeah, what was the intro again? It was that Champagne one song portion? with like, the horns and shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, but Drake comes through with shit. Yeah, I spit on that beat. That was crazy. Nice. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I yeah. wanted to get your insight on this real quick, too. With making songs, like we talked about, there's depth to the songs. You're trying to touch on real tangible things. Yeah. How do you feel like that translate to live, translates to live performances? Uh, live performances be crazy because I think it's more of an emotional connection like between you and the fans. Like if somebody if somebody likes my music, come to my show. Because even even though like we have that you know that uh, type of content in the music, like we still have the ability to like shift the energy. Like with my shows, my shows be crazy. Like I, I don't know how it ended up being the way that it is, but it's like. I, I, I try to formulate the set list so that, you know, we can bounce around with energies, mm-hmm. you know, and then the crowd can feedback. I can have my crowd sing the entire song of, like, God Body. You That's know what I'm fucking and, sick. And, it, and it's crazy to me. And then, like, you know, I can sing Nobody Knows, and they'll put their hands and wave. And it's like, you know, for, for me, I feel like it's, the, it's more of a connection between us because my music is more personal. Like it's different than just jumping around for mm-hmm. us. And I think I think that's what makes it really dope with live performances. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Like those are the best the best laugh of like we you know when somebody really know how to perform live, they can they captivate your attention, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like remember when we seen Benny? When we seen Benny at Metro, the nigga then had no beat, acapella, just rapping. I'm that's captivating. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Is it just or like you have a hype, man? Nah, man, I ain't, I ain't got no hot mic. Cause look, my my team is Slum Baby Family. I created this team like when I was uh, like seventeen, man. And, uh-huh. Like I, I rock with them guys. So like what we do is, uh, I think that's really the secret. Is like I will I will do my songs and I know how to lead them up into like the hyper songs uh-huh. and I will lead up to that song. And as soon as one song's ending, I have the transition. I have the set list mixed so that it, it's gonna rise up into the next song. That's, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, so, like, they all hop up on the stage when, as soon as that song finishes. When start. you know somebody that really know how to perform, like, they'd take you up to those turned-up points, but then they'd play something else. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Keep you your attention. Exactly. You still captivated because, like, motherfucker got to think about that shit. Or, like, what I'm going to say in between songs. Like, yeah. how am I going to get to this next point? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that. I love the performance part. I think that's probably my favorite part. I be telling yeah. people that all the time. Like, that's, that's easy for me. Like, I think the because people ask me like you don't be stressed or nervous about performing in front of all these people, it's not it's not even that like I'd be nervous about making sure everything is straight beforehand. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta make sure my set list there. I gotta make sure the DJ cool. I gotta make sure everybody that got their tickets you know straight on their tickets. Like you know it'd be stuff like For that. Real. But man, <laughs> but man, the performing man that's that's when you get to lay back and that's all the work you see in the work you put in reflected right back mm-hmm. at you. Crazy. We haven't gotten the chance to see you play yet, but uh. I just wanted to ask you: Do you rap over your doubles? Good, nah, good. Like, please <laughs> don't ever do that, man, because, <laughs> bro. Like, just that's so, dude, Kurt that's fucking so hates crazy. that. Right, I want to see. So. I'm gonna go to shit. a karaoke. That's show. Not a show. Yeah, it's not a show. Like, yeah, if I want to yeah. listen to the album, I go listen to the album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Look, man. Like, when people that are getting paid, paid rap over their doubles, 
what are you doing? Yeah, you're getting a bad that's fucking position. Nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. You yeah, need to practice your learn your words to your song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, look, it's, it's or at least the re- like keep the libs. Keep the, the reason is, yeah. I mean, you can keep the ad-libs because ain't nobody got enough Definitely breath to be doing right, that. Right, right. <laughs> Definitely keep the libs because yeah. it give, it give it a more full a full sound. But like niggas, like they they be rapping and they like they don't like they breath. Con- you gotta have your breath control right in order to rap this shit. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And like that motherfucker's not thinking about that when they making the song for real. <laughs> So they had just put the shit on, you know, like, I don't rap with my, I used to, I was, <laughs> years ago, I don't do that, I ain't did that shit in years, for real. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why a motherfucker would do that, because they, like, oh, I'm, I'm, they can't actually perform, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's why, like, in, like, the Grammys, they got best performance, R&B performance, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Not best, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's the skill all itself, can you perform that shit? But also, that's going to come with... Practicing, you if you so, want because oh yeah, niggas don't practice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play some shows, you should probably run through your shit. Yeah, get, get your lungs right. Get your lungs right. Niggas don't be thinking about that. They be trying to turn niggas up. <laughs> Just doing ad libs over the song. I remember. I remember the pit I left out, and I was like, I would never. I probably never pit again. I remember that exact show, bro. Oh. <laughs> <One> show. <laughs> It was uh, it was Pitchfork at the Trash Talk at Pitchfork back oh, in like okay. 2014 or mm. some shit like that. I was like, I'm not pitting no. <laughs> I like they line up this year. <laughs> Pitchfork, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Started off good. I think they do a good job of having big artists and then still pulling people up. Yeah, yeah. Where you you feel like if you're like a still in the mid tier artist, you have a chance of maybe getting booked for that shit. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That that's nice. I feel I like, like Pitchfork's it. always been tapped into kind of underground music. What's been weird, and me and Perry have touched on this way back in the day on the pod. I think it's weird that they started covering rap a lot more, but didn't get any new writers. So it's the same people that cover like Soup John yeah, Stevens yeah, yeah. writing about like the new fucking Meek Mill. It's yeah, like, bro, like, this can't. isn't really the same world. They're like five point four. Do you even? What are you listening? <laughs> Pitchfork ain't what it. Pitchfork ain't what it. Ain't gonna used sound to like Bella Pitchfork is not what it used to be, man. Pitchfork used to be lit for real. They used to have like all the extra content. They used to do like the selector freestyles and shit. They had hella hip hop content. They don't do shit now. Yeah, I think they got Bob. They got Bob Yeah. Well, shit, man. We were just on, on the performance shit. Let's go ahead and get into yo shit. This shit turned. Let's real. get into this hot shit of the week. It's off the new album, Forty Two Hundred Corey. The song is called God Body. Yeah, 
Like we ain't really stepping Like we ain't breaking necks in each and every other setting Like I can't fathom being you and you don't get the message Cause we be feeling bulletproof and y'all can't even check it I'm Mr. 4200, you get pill for being hero All that capping and that acting ain't gonna get your ass to me All that playing like you acting, you ain't stacking you a pond I'm the goodest of the bad streets of me with open arms We care the fuck they thought, I got shit that can't be bought I got heart, I go hard, and I been there from the start Was a demon rocking fubu, I was down bad on my ass I'm that nigga that they hated, they would rather see me laugh Don't care, I cut it, I can't take it, and y'all part that probably ass We was youngins, used to treat that old impala like a jack And I heard, we the best, from the jacks to the birds From the checks to the curves, this way deep Took so many L's, treat that winning like a hobby How dare they ever think that they could really try to stop me I'd rather off myself before I ever let them drop me But I never gotta worry, cause they know that we gotta fight it Hey man, let's go Hey, shout out SBF all right, that was 4200, Corey, with God Body off Hold On For Dear Life. That's on all DSPs right now. Definitely tap into that project. Play it from front to back, though. Don't just jump around. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's how you need to play albums. Like, I be urging motherfuckers, play that motherfucker straight to back. At least the first time you listen to it, play it straight to back. You know what I think is a good play? When people, for the first couple days, don't list the features. So, Because you know how people jump around to features and they see an album? I think you should list the features after a couple yeah. days of it being available. Oh, yeah. Because like, people uh, will go right to that feature they think is going to be I mean, it. I like the way it look when it don't got the... You got to head up. Uh, I like when it's just a name. No, you got to give people their shots. I mean, yeah, they in the credits. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, it's somebody... Vince Staples did that. Yeah, hella niggas do that. You gotta like, oh shit! You gotta have you gotta have a fire DSP in order to do that for like distro kid. Don't do that for you. (laughs) 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 Two, huh? You definitely gotta have it. Yeah, you gotta have a fire DSP for that. Yeah, you yeah you definitely got to. I know United Masters not hit me with that. (laughs) (laughs) How was that uh, when you started dropping music? Figuring out how to get your shit out to all the DSPs. How was that journey? I mean, at first, I know SoundCloud, when I started music, 16, I was, that was 2016, 2017. SoundCloud was still, it was still, I feel like on the end of its prime. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it was, I mean, it was still, yeah, like you said, it was buzzing, but it was gearing up to go down. SoundCloud. You know where SoundCloud fucked up? Because SoundCloud was the world. They fucked up by not having a mobile app together. The mobile app is fucking ass, That's the same thing with that piss. Mm -hmm. If that shit would have functioned better, it could still be existing. Yeah, It still exists, but it still works like shit. Like, they need more servers, bro. (laughs) Like, Like, host this shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane, dude. Charge me a dollar a month or something. I'll I'll pay for it. Because, like, once it got to the point that, like, Apple Music was out and, like, Spotify was like, like, you get it on your phone and shit, like it's like SoundCloud. Like I'm not gonna go into my browser, right? And like go to SoundCloud, and then the app came out and it was trash. I remember on the app, niggas would comment on your song, and, and they would be like, "New comment on this song," and you couldn't even look at the comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to log yeah, in a computer, get a, or or get another app. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> the comment app. <laughs> 
That's special. ugly as hell. You gotta play your own song to you see the yeah. comment. Right. Because they would show him when it was scrolling. <laughs> Shit fire fire. Think, <laughs> he the one right here that told me. Oh, he snapped me. right here. When this nigga had told me, he was like, if it's not on Apple Music, I ain't listening to it. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know what? You fuck it right. Like, if it's not though. on there, I'm not listening. I get to that it. though. But then I realized like it's so many different ones. Like I, I, I'm seeing the sort of rise out of title. Like I'm seeing more and more people sort of gravitate towards title. Why? Spotify. You know I what's weird is Jay Z sold game. it, and now people fuck I, with it. Exactly. Anymore. I think it's because Jay Z getting rid of it was sort of like really. I think oh it, yeah, it probably like solidifies it's it so, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, yeah. and then like Spotify, I know they're going through some ups and downs right now, especially with the with how they've been charging artists. And oh yeah, paying artists and whatnot. I mean, yeah, I mean it's the same on all of them for a title, the best one, but yeah, they yeah. all like that and shit. Yeah, I fuck with Apple Music because it's in my phone bill. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think the Spotify shit is crazy. Agreed. <laughs> that they're making all this money off these musicians, mm-hmm. and then they're going to give Joe Rogan like $100 million. Oh, yeah. It, bro, Joe, like, pod, crazy. I get podcasting is bigger than it's ever been, and it's going to be a, its whole thing, but Spotify money has came from musicians. Right. And now they're just handing it out in large sums to these other people that didn't help gain any traction yeah. to the platform. I'd be like, if I was a huge artist, break me off some of that shit right, instead of right, a penny right. for right, every yeah. fucking song that yeah. I get played. Yeah, they were I never thought about it like that. That's talking, fucked but, up. But I think I think they're basically the giving time, other people their bread. That's it's crazy. Like, it's a weird. It's a weird way to look at it though, because it's like, like I know everybody don't know about the whole people buy plays, so yeah. it's like man, well, there's streaming farms and shit. Yeah, yeah, so it's like man, like then you got to think like then those people get paid. For the same stuff that we're yeah. doing, we work it. So yeah. man, it's just it's all over. No, I mean like uh, what was I about to say? Like, fuck, I done lost my point. Go the ahead. thing is with that when when they're when the label's paying for streams and shit, I guarantee the artist doesn't even get that little royalty off of that because they're saying, oh, we're trying to build your buzz oh. up. Yeah, yeah. Because labels will buy tickets to shows and shit, but yeah. what they don't realize mm-hmm. when you buy a bunch of tickets and it says sold out, but it's half full, it looks goofy. It looks you, goofy as hell. Like, why is it sold out? What the fuck? Is this just yeah. mad COVID regulations? Nah, but I, that's, that's what the internet does. I remember what I was about to say. Um, so, like, they, everybody was talking on the internet this week. Like, uh, so, in order, so, like, if you if you put out your song or whatever, in order to, like, make enough money, the same amount of money as, like, if you had a minimum wage job working eight hours a day, mm-hmm. in order to work, make that same shit, you need 22, uh, 28 million plays yeah. in order to do that shit. It's literally like a 28 million? Of, 28 million to make the same amount to make 40, 30, 40 grand. I'm going to just get the DoorDash out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's but, why we don't, that's why that's not our number one exactly. number form of income when it comes to music. Exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. You got to do, you got to do. You, though. you want some Wendy's? I'll bring it. Yeah, I'll bring it right over, bro. You got to do other things like that, because that, like, it's really just like, okay, like if you do like 20,000 20, plays a month, you probably gonna get an extra $300. It's gonna be $300 in your account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta take that and supplement. Like, all right, I'll just put that toward my rent or whatever. And then go and then like go on other shit to get my real money. You know what right. I'm saying? Get like, my real money like off the merch. Get my real I money off the shows. Show. Yeah, shows is the yeah. shows is the bag. Once you get your shit up, yeah. Once you once you do that and you really learn how to, I don't know, talk to people. I feel like good business is always the best thing. Like even if you just. You talk to somebody the right way. You don't. You never know. They might hit you up. You might reconsider you because they like. I remember this one guy. He was just really nice. Yeah. Like you know, it's stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like I think it's a combination, and especially if your music backs yeah, it up sure. too. Like yeah, hey, yeah, right. you're in there. You know like really, you just making music that people would like, so you can get, so you can make your money in other ways. For real, yeah. like talking to them. I think music like, just opens the door for you to be a brand. Yeah. And then you yeah. got to work off being a brand. Exactly. It's unfortunate because of how much energy goes into making the music that everyone fucks with. 
that you're not as compensated off of it. Mm -hmm. But really, all the music is is opening a door for you where you can make money in other ways, which is crazy because back in the day, the music industry was not like that. People were getting bags off just making music, albums Mm -hmm. and shit. Back in the day, rappers didn't really tour. It was crazy to see a rapper performing, be like, oh, shit. It was more just bands, like, you know, guitar bands and shit. It would mostly be, like, like, club appearances and shit, you know what I'm saying? That would play, like, small places and shit. Like, if it was a rapper, like, a rapper that you hear on the radio come through, they're going to play at the United Center. Exactly, and there'd be like ten people on the bill. Yeah, there'd be like the Hard Knock Life tour shit. You know, yeah, I mean? that actually looked crazy. <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely crazy. went to that bitch. Nah, yeah. It's crazy that you said that because like when people used to ask like what I wanted to be, like I didn't know I wanted to do. I, I just knew I wanted to do music as a gateway to other shit. Like yeah. I was just like, if I could rock off music the right way, like I could get into like oh flipping houses or something. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to create revenue based off of doing something I love, and I think that's just been. Simple. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to be a bigger part of the story that people preach. Yeah, they preach all these things. Get real estate. Get this. What you need to do is get money first. Yeah. You can't just start buying fucking <laughs> yeah. real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I got like $50. I'm trying to give me some property. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just like you tell people these things and then they don't have any type of uh, financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They just say what they, they just repeat what they heard. You know what I mean? And that's why I wish people be more clear in their message because even people like I like love future and shit. You see so many interviews of future being like, yeah, I had to grind it out and grind it out. Bro, your uncle was in Dungeon Family. Man. You need to bring that up more often. Man, that's <laughs> that's like, you didn't just didn't grind it out. He used yeah. to kick it with he outcasts. Got, he, got, <laughs> he got Dungeon Family tatted on his <laughs> arms. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> no, he, he definitely doesn't hide it, but he needs to, when you're telling your story and inspiring people, you need to tell the whole story. Yeah, he you definitely know? had his toes in the water, though, before you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the biggest thing is just like yeah, creating. You can create a passive form of income that like just come to your account every day, every month. That's cool, but like that's not what you're gonna get your bread from. Yeah, I be forgetting. I be forgetting that you get paid for the streams because mm-hmm. it's such a little thing. Bro, I've been yeah. so many times. I've been like, I've been <laughs> like, I just, like damn. I just randomly get the check. I'd be like, ah. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been hella times that I've been like fucked up for real and just like damn. Well, I only got like. Eighty dollars. I got like seventy dollars. I was like, wait, the streaming money. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not looking to be like three hundred in a yes. <laughs> <laughs> For real, exactly. I'm going out. What you want to eat? That's what I'm saying, man. That's crazy. Because at that point, it feels free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it do. It feel free. That's the it thing. That's funny. But uh, before we get into some topics, because uh, we, we met you before the pod and you really actually fuck with music. So I want to talk to you about some albums. Yeah. What's uh, what's the next in your plans? You doing you going to tour the album? You going to put out some new shit? Man, right now, uh, I, I'll tell you. So like I, I really want to get into this um, this tape I'm working on. Like because uh, I, I love the full bodies of work with the with the I guess the content and all. Right. But I also I just like I like music, like you said. So. It's a lot of fun stuff that I want to do. Like, it's a lot of sounds that I really, I exercise with that I didn't get to put onto the album that I'm really ready to, like, show other people because mm-hmm. I feel like they try to box you in. Like, if anybody, because you go from Hold On For Dear Life, I had a project before that, my EP Rest Easy. And it's like, those two sounds are almost polar opposites. Like, people hear the, the Rest Easy EP and they compare it to, like, they say you you have, like, uh, inflictions of... Uh, Meek Mill, Davies. Like, that's how it's rapping on there. Yeah. And then you come to Hold On For Dear Life, and people give it, like, inflections of the Kendrick Lamars and the J. Coles. And so, like, I, I like the versatility that I have, and I feel like there's a lot more that I could expose. But, I mean, like, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to touring. Like, even if it's, like, a small tour, I definitely yeah, you should definitely tour the album. Yeah, because I think I because I'm crazy. hearing people in different because it's one thing when people around you be like, oh, that's dope. But when you have somebody in fucking uh, 
where, where they at? Like Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> like, like that's that I can't fathom that. Yeah, you know, coming from Little O East Side, it's like it's like going crazy in Vancouver. Looking, you know what I mean? looking at the <laughs> analytics map, be crazy. Sometimes, man, see, I mean, I, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, man, the analytics is crazy. But then, like, I would get the DMs, and that's what makes it even more personal. It's like, man, this guy in the middle of yeah, yeah. Montana, like, yeah. that's insane. I saw the no jumper shit. That was cool. Oh yeah, that was dope. That wait, was dope. wait, what happened? Oh, uh, uh, no jumper. They play God Body. They listen to God Body. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like house phone or who? Uh, Adam, 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 all of them. Yeah, Adam, all of them. They were sitting in there listening to it, and he posted on his story and stuff. It was dope. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. That's a good look. Yeah, shout out to him, man. They yeah, did. that's a super good look. Yeah, that was that was dope, man. It surprised <laughs> the hell out of me. Yeah, I was playing. Oh, you didn't even know at I all. Was, I was playing MLB the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got a, I got the, I got a text, and they was like, "Bro, they playing your shit, man. They playing your shit." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, "Adam." And to me, I'm not a big, you know, no jumper, but I understand the weight of it within yeah, today's culture. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I, I was like, oh, okay. So, I, you know, I opened up the video, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, it's something like sort of like a brush buy or something. But, no, like, he took the time out to be like, I'm listening to this guy. And yeah. yeah, it was dope. Yeah, that's dope. What's funny is I work from home, so I be just watching YouTube shit all the time. Mm-hmm. So I do watch that show, and House Phone and AD, the other two dudes, yeah. they're actually dope. Adams, it's his shit, and he's the weakest one of the shit. <laughs> I'll be like, this motherfucker is on bullshit right, like, right, all right. the time. But that's a good look, though. They get hella views. They yeah. got like 4 million subs on it, their shit. It definitely yeah. helped. It definitely helped because I had a lot of people reach out and be like, man, I spotted you from Adam's stuff, man. You're dope. Like, Oh, wow. That's cool when you see yeah. the direct good. connection. Exactly. Fuck yeah. That's why yeah. I mean, that's like, all that when, when stuff like that happens for me, because like, I had that, and I had like, and I know a lot of people are not going to see this big, but like, I had like Paul Wall was was big on one of the remixes I did. Hell yeah, yeah. So Paul Wall's like, a beast. He's yeah. from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Up like fuck yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Like I, Paul I, I Wall has it. been posted up like so he many things. Up <laughs> up his head, Hell yeah, <laughs> you deserve that was his go to bar. Posted up fuck like yeah. so. Yeah, he's he was he was hella nice for that man. But like yeah, I, I, when when stuff like that happens to me, I don't get really riled up in the moment because I'd be like, all right, so what does this mean? Like, you know, I'm ready to see, okay, I need to see what's about to happen. Yeah. You know, before I even get excited. Cause Have a song ready. Drop. Yeah, see what's like, next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go drop it tomorrow. So, yeah, it, was dope. <laughs> it was dope seeing, you know, the exact, you know, direction of where what, what happened after that. Yeah, oh, yeah, when you see the correlation, it's fire. When somebody's like, oh, I saw your shit on No Jumper. Cool. Yeah. That's actual engagement yeah, where yeah. you're getting results from yep. doing something. Yeah. And like I said, it goes to that, like, getting somebody outside of your city to believe in you. It makes the people within your city be like, oh, he's maybe, he might be on oh, something. Yeah. It's like, crazy because maybe I need to stop sleeping. Another yeah. thing motherfuckers don't realize is that like niggas outside your city will fuck with your shit harder than the niggas in your city, bro. Man, man, on God for real, like it's hardest to get your city for real. It's hardest yeah. to get your city because you yeah. actually move within those parameters and people know you. People want to think they know you, have formed opinions, yeah. so they don't really want to support some shit. Yep. Where when you're Fucking with outside your region, they have no like prior conception of you. Beautifully said. That's one like, million percent correct. I seen niggas get popping, they be like, Yeah, like I get I'm popping in Dallas, I pop bop Boston and like them shows always crazy. And I play Chicago, it'd be trash. Mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be like, Yeah, like like you look motherfucker be looking at their analytics, like motherfuckers be going deep. They look at their analytics, see, well, I get the most plays. Like my most plays come out of Florida for real. Really? So then mm-hmm. like when I like market some shit, I'll put the Florida shit on them. Oh yeah, that's dope. So that's see, sick. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been marketing and like, because what I noticed is the how people outside of the US mm-hmm. like they rock with music. Mm-hmm. Like, man, because I, I'll go through like uh, seeing the type of people that interact with like Meek Mill and stuff. Not like 80% of that is Africa. 
Like, and it'd be yeah. insane to me. So, like, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee if you looked at Philly, his engagement's like low. Because yeah. <laughs> people be hating in their own city. Man, yeah. it's insane. It's insane. So, yeah, like, That's I like go like, back. Germany and stuff that listen to God Body and be like, man, this is insane. That's I actually cooler, it. for real. Yeah. yeah, I like that more. It just means I, a I want to tour out there. Like, I want yeah. those where the shows really be. Like, when yeah. I look at the people that do shows, I look at like Todd Creator. Like, that guy, he's he's what I feel like is the, the staple for a, a great performer. Like he goes. Well, he grew there. into that though too. Yeah, most. Yeah. I've seen Tyler perform a couple times over the years, and what he's grown into is amazing. Yeah. Because at first he was that. I'm just trying to be turned up, not really trying to get like the lyrics off. And he was a hardcore kid. Yeah, though. he came right, from right. going to hardcore shows and shit. Yeah. Exactly. He was trying to do that in rap, mm-hmm. and that's not really what people are looking for sometimes mm-hmm. at a rap show. They want clear vocals because that's the songs they, they fuck with the lyrics, the songs, and most rap shit. <laughs> then, they, then they turned this art shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at first it was like them and Trash Talk were just one and the same. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Because he's definitely dope. Like, and then like. Uh, like I don't know, man. When you do shows like that with millions of people, because it's one thing, like you know, to have. Because me, I can get a show in my hometown and, and we sell two hundred tickets. I think that's dope. But it's like that's great. A million tickets overseas is insane. Because I see those shows. Like I, I, I yeah. study those guys. So it's like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's usually the festival look, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely want to get in the festival. Man, that's insane. Yeah, while we got you for the last uh, little bit, let's talk about these two albums that dropped. Dirk and Benny both came out. Oh yeah. Which one you want to start with? Let's start with the start with the Benny. Let's start with the Benny. <laughs> you, and I, you and I were talking about it before. Tana Talk Four just came out today. I feel like it, if it was any other rapper, it'd be great. For Benny, it's good. You know, especially to be in the Tana Talk series. Yeah. It, I just felt like there was a lot leading up to it, and I think Benny has like featured himself out and just kind of burned himself. Where it's like, all right, cool, man. I. I can agree with that, like, cause I had a we got to get a, a guy from Indy who just got a feature from him, Poindexter. So like, what? I oh, think, yeah, I think if you got bread, Benny will give anybody a feature. Poindexter is Poindexter is the guy. Yeah, right? you know what I'm saying. But you know him too. Yeah, I you know might him. as well just move out there. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Please don't move out there. Cause then we have to move. It's funny because it's funny because I first seen that again in Texas for it. That's yeah, he's dope. He's everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah, he, he's nice, man. He, he definitely puts on. And he puts on for the East Side too, so that make it even more special. But like. With Benny, man, I, I think it's just it's phenomenal that he's able to do what he does to that degree where it's like even a great album for somebody else is just good, man. Like yeah. that's, that's I mean, he's my favorite yeah. rapper for sure. He's done for a couple of years. Yeah. I just was expecting a little bit more, I guess. But there, yeah. it's, there's still heat on there. The shit with Westside is fire. That Most beat definitely. is crazy. And I, it's all Derringer and Alchemist. Yeah, so I love that. that was, that's what I got too. excited about when I saw the track list. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, man. God, Derringer is fucked, man. He's yeah, so yeah, sick. Damn, same. Alchemist, insane. I really feel like Derringer is just a, a product, a child of Alchemist. Yeah. yeah. So them working together is amazing. Yeah. Because Alchemist's run has been crazy. Mob deep to fucking now. <laughs> <you know? laughs> he used to tour with Cypress Hill. Yeah. And now he's, exactly. every album he puts out is crazy. Yeah, most yeah. Like, especially, like, I really like the joint with him and Fred. Get, yeah, that, oh, then they went almost won a Grammy for that, or yeah, did they win a Grammy? I, I think they were just nominated. Nominated, yeah, uh, yeah that was crazy. Cra- Alchemist getting a Grammy, fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I would think happen. it was tight. Yeah, it needs to happen. Man, nah, but nah, that album, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, like when it comes to rapping, it's very few that got a pen like his. Very, very few. I think it's very select for you. Yeah. I think he's in the upper of all time. Yeah, I mean, he paints a picture really easily. Like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, some of the shit, the way he'll describe some shit that he's talked about five times in a different way is nuts. Exactly. Like, you've told the story four yeah. other times, but you're, the way you're describing it's completely different. Yeah, yeah. that uh, that Timor Commandments track on the oh, album yeah. is fucking That's my, that's my joint off there. Yeah. That's crazy. 
I watched the video today for the first time. It's sick. I really like the shit with Boldy and the shit with Westside. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're always they're always gonna give you something though. Did you yeah, like right. the? Did you like P. Caddy being the intro? I did because I think that's I think that song in general is a good look for Benny because he said he signed a Jeff Def Jam to open up his fan base. Yeah, and having Cole on your single is gonna open your shit up super hard. So and Cole even wanting to do your shit means you're doing something. Oh yeah, because mm. Cole don't need to do anything at this yeah, point. Right, so. right. Did he do it for free too? I think he did it for I free. Think he did it for yeah, that's. I mean, that's dope. And yeah, I think Benny awesome. got Cole on that. A lot of people <laughs> think it's the other way around, but nah. <laughs> that's dope. I, I thought because uh, I knew he had that Drake joint, but I don't, I don't think if he's gonna drop it. Or he not. played it when we saw him at Lyrical Lemonade. This yeah, for real. He played his verse. Yeah. His verse is fucking crazy. Really? <laughs> no. Yo, oh, and that's what I noticed dope. too, because like you said, Benny. We both said Benny be giving out features pretty easily. Who, who wants to pay for him? And those features are like, yeah, Benny's good. Benny on that Drake shit. You knew he knew he was on a Drake song because he went right. fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. And that song will never actually get officially released, I don't think, at this point. So yeah, that's sucks. So once, yeah. once Drake sits on a song for three years, it ain't coming out. <laughs> well, unless he does like a Dark Lane demo tape oh, seven yeah. or some shit. He will. You see how he's like, he will. Dirk said that him and Jersey got the, the six songs in the vault. They should do a little EP or something. That'd be sick. That would yeah, be sick. That'd be crazy. I think, Dirk, I think Dirk would definitely be solidified after that one joint. He de- he solidified now for you think real. So? Hell yeah! I think, I think the, the first, first Drake, one. yeah. After yeah. the first one, he solidified. When I saw that, I was just like, ah, right, yeah, this shit crazy. Because yeah. it's one thing everybody sort of like had him like today sales. Like everybody was sort of like, oh, you talking yeah. about Dirk? Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like everybody was just like, yeah, we know Dirk is you know good. Yeah, after us, that, but it was like that was the international. Yeah, thing. niggas know Dirk in fifty states. You know what I'm saying? His niggas in every state that know Dirk. And that, that uh, <laughs> million dollars for the game interview, he said he was getting. 40 a show, and after the Drake shit, it went to 100. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, God, a, that's a big jump for that's sure. Insane. I mean, even, man, that's, that's a dream right there to even get 40 to, to touch past 10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, while we're talking about Dirk, he did put out a new album today, 7220. Yeah. That was his grandma's address that he grew up at. But uh, yeah, the album sounds super good. I only got to spin that a couple of times. The weird thing is that we do the pod on Friday and albums come out. So yeah. you only get to hear it once. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really hard to talk about something you've heard once <laughs> right, right. and really do a concise yeah. breakdown yeah. of it. So how did you feel about it? I think it sounded overall really good. Like super solid. I like how Dirk always has the mix of he's going to talk about some shit then he's going to give you this turn up shit super good because he does them both well. Right, right. So I think like because we, bo- we were talking about on the break that you know, signed to the streets, and I'm still a hitter. That's my favorite Dirk. Yeah. So I likes when he like when he gets yeah, in that turn yo. up shit. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. all of them. Love songs the streets. Every Dirk project is hard for you. I fuck with every Dirk project since I'm still a hitter. He hard. He hard. Yeah. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I think he's been on the run for a minute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird to think about. He's been putting out music for over ten years. That's what's fucking been ten. Since yeah. L's came out. Yeah, <laughs> And he's still only 28 or something because he just was Stuart. Him and Erbo and Bibby were young as fuck yeah. when they came out. Yeah, that been I'll be forgetting that too. I think Erbo was seriously 14 or 15 Damn, when, they, when they were crazy. like, when they did Kill Shit. I, yeah, they yeah. looked like children in that yeah. video, bro. And that song is still one of the hardest songs. <laughs> Bibby ever. sounded the same. <laughs> Bibby sounded like he was 64. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's great. So, like, with y'all, like, I, like, I think that's so interesting, though. Like, because what's y'all take on, like, where that Mount Rushmore of Chicago rappers are at right now? Oh, oh Chicago rappers, like current or just of like, all Chicago? Because like right that's now. what's weird. There's been mm-hmm. so many sounds of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think like, that you got, you know where to too. start. Honestly. You got Common. You got Yeah. You got the drill shit. <laughs> yeah. It just can. Oh, yeah. It's all over the place, yeah. which is a great thing. The diversity is super good, and it's amazing. 
Because even think about like King Louis had heat shit. Yeah, and, like, King, yeah. Louis. King Louis is fucking yeah. sick. I, 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 I was like, King Louis definitely on Chicago <laughs> Mount Rushmore for real. We need more heads on that bitch though. B O N. We need ten heads. Oh my god, B O N. What a hard song. <laughs> I'm gonna put a hood. I mean, I don't even know. Let me think. And the thing is, before Bibby stopped rapping, Bibby was hard as fuck. This yeah, shit yeah, was yeah. super good. Bibby, you gotta think about everybody though. You know what I'll say. Yeah, and even those who were those one do LEP Bogus Boys? They yeah. were hard back in the day. Chicago Twister, Sickle Mob. Like, there's just so many. <laughs> Sickle Mob is over so Chicago. Like, who's running like right now? Who running the game right now? Dirk in Chicago. Er, I like Herbo. Yeah, that's Herbo my favorite. Dirk. My favorite Chicago shit is probably some Herbo. Be real. Yeah, probably Dirk. Yeah, her, her my favorite though. It's a yeah. I think he does a really good job of what we were talking about earlier earlier is being introspective well, I, and yeah. dropping hard ass shit. We was, right. we was talking earlier, you used to get your David Ashley, you got your fat money, you got hell, bro. You got yeah, and I think just, that's dope, man. I think that's dope to be able to do that. There's so many different worlds, so many different lanes, so many yeah. Yeah. You got Roy Kenzie. <laughs> what I have noticed over the years though is rap used to have Yo. really two separate lanes where there was the underground in the super mainstream, I feel like now more than ever they do bleed together a little bit. Yeah, where there's more crossover uh, fan wise, where people that. be fans of both. They're not just like oh, I fuck with like the backpack rap yeah. or oh, I fuck with this. It kind of jumps back and forth. I think that's got a large part to do with like the, the the. I feel like the label it was like if you signed your mainstream, if you're not, you're underground. And I feel yeah. like yeah, well now independent is such a big move. Yeah, so now I'm seeing it like it's sort of like you know you can't get those you know you can't do that crossover once you know to a certain level like you know the chance of rappers and stuff like that i think that's dope i think that's mm -hmm. incredible honestly like that's why i'm interested in like how independent labels work and maneuver like empires and cinematics i think like, empire is more of a distro yeah. where they can really just open the doors to get your shit distributed everywhere yeah, yeah. and they can and they make those, those connections for you yeah those, that's dope yeah because something like that even though it's not distributing a physical product Somebody that's been that tapped in can just get more ears on your shit Most all definitely. the time. Most and definitely. that's all you need is if you're if you're making good shit and the right people hear it, it's going to go up. You just need the right people to hear mm -hmm. it. And then it'll go I up. Think you just need that platform. You because need that platform. What, su what sucks is that there's almost gatekeepers now with these fucking playlists. It's only who wants to be who they want to put on the playlist. <laughs> this playlist the, shit is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't like, even listen to playlists because I just know that. what I'm trying to hear. Yeah, I'm exactly. not really like, oh, show me some thing. shit. Yeah. But that's why I be telling motherfuckers it's like, it's quality over quantity. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? You get 10,000 trash followers or you can have 500 <laughs> followers and one of them is Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. You just got to really got to, you know, think it through and maneuver through the game the right way. I yeah. feel like. That's why I really like earlier when you're speaking on just moving with intention. That's, yeah. Don't don't lose that because that's the way to move. Yeah. Even if people try to Fact. tempt you to make other plays, that's a very good thing to stick to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with me, my, my, my whole story was set up like that. Like, I always moved the way I wanted to move regardless of whatever happened. You know Sounds what like you had no choice. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like, if I did anything else, I feel like I wouldn't have made it to where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I would have slipped up somewhere on that path. So, for me, it's always been like that. And I feel like I, I tell everybody on my team that, and I think that's why we – able to pull off stuff like this you know because i feel like you know you wouldn't let nobody onto this you know that you didn't actually you know enjoy and so for me i think like you know i'm doing the right thing when i'm able to have these conversations with people like y'all because y'all really intelligent minds when it comes to this music stuff i appreciate yeah. that man like like we said we appreciate you coming through taking the time to come kick it with us it's always good to have conversations with people yes yeah, there have things yeah. to say and move it along man yeah and for sure man 
Next project, the look, you might have to come back, bro. Yeah, yo. Yeah, the door is always open. So just yeah, keep yeah. in touch with us. Let us know about shows and shit. Oh, it's definitely, man, because I'm about to I'm about to definitely get something out here. And Perry, he, yeah. he be booking shows, so yeah. you should yeah, keep in me, touch with them. Let me know. I, I'm my only hiccup in that COVID stuff, man. Let me know. Let me know what the COVID stuff up, man. I got you. <laughs> I feel you. Hey, I feel if anybody. If anybody oh, he's COVID yeah. police, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it. Hell COVID hell still hell. be hot out there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he be going to sold out Giveon shows talking about COVID <laughs> kind of crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got sick after that shit. <laughs> he played no, fire, bro. <laughs> it was good, though, the, the show. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was good. Yeah. I heard he can sing really well in in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it's not I'm, just a his voice sounds crazy. Already. It sounds he's got a very insane, unique dude. voice yeah. for sure. Like, have you ever heard uh, Baby Ebony? Uh, I mean, not Baby Ebony. Uh, Baby Rose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. her voice yeah. is crazy. I'll have to check R and B shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her voice is crazy. Like, especially when that. you see her and then you hear it. It's good when it translates live, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotta translate live, yeah. man. And by the way, Saint Icky at uh Subterranean on the twentieth. Z Loopers. This episode one thirty eight of the Face Value Podcast. We got forty two hundred Corey in here. Thank you again, man. Yo, appreciate you. Tune in, like, subscribe, check the YouTube videos. We'll see y'all next week. Hold on for dear life on all DSPs. Ten more crack commandments. Frank Wright, rest in peace. Number twenty, gotta be the.